Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. Good morning, Wednesday morning. Welcome to the Think Inspire podcast. If you are tuning in right now, we are going to go over some pretty amazing things. Okay, so quality protein sources. I want to go over that today. I'm talking about all things protein. I want to drop some freaking amazing value, you guys, for you guys today, okay? So before I start talking about quality protein sources that are going to, one, help you with your fat loss, two, help you put on muscle, three, make you more satiated, meaning keep you more full for longer, I want to talk to you about some student wins. What up, Taryn? What up, Sarah? What's going on? So student wins right now, we've got like three people in the last week that just rejoined our academy. So we've got Verity, we've got Angela, Yashar, like all three of them have been working with me and the Dream Team Academy for about 16 weeks now. They've just finished. They've both, like Yashar's dropped like eight eight kilograms, Angela's dropped like six kilograms and completely has transformed her body. Um, Now we're going into like some strength training right now. Verity, her first like ever like coaching experience um, before she joined, she... I remember speaking to her in her room and um, not in her room, but I was in my room. She was in her room and we were in lockdown and we're talking about the fact that she hasn't been training and she's got no gym access and how crap it was. So I gave her a nutrition plan, gave her a training plan. I said, look, this is what we're going to do now. You don't have any gyms. You don't have any workout plans. We're going to train from home. So yeah, she's doing quite amazing. She did like a, I think two minute plank the other day. Um, she could do full push-ups. Now she's going to find a gym membership in the next few weeks so we can take her results to the next level because for her, she just wanted to get leaner and feel good. And now we've gotten there. Now she probably wants to build a booty. Who doesn't want to build a booty? So in saying that, so proud of all three of you for for doing um, for setting new goals because when you get complacent and you get content on your fitness journey, it's, it, it's not that great. Like you get great results and then you plateau because – What's next? That's why it's so important to set new goals. So Yashar, Angela, Verity, once again, congratulations, guys. We're going to make 20... Well, you're going to move into 2022, the best version of you. Not just like how you look physically, but how you feel internally. Because they both go hand in hand. When you build the body of your dreams, you have integrity that goes with it. So what up, Sarah? What up, Bill? What up, Catherine? What's going on? So let me talk to you guys about quality protein sources. Um, I'm king protein right here. Been eat, eating chicken since I was one. All right. <clears throat> and I've had all sorts of different types of chicken, uh, especially growing up in a Chinese household. Now, so why is protein the most important macronutrient when it comes to your fat loss goals? Okay. So if you're trying to lose body fat and you're trying to build the body you want, why is protein the most important? Here's a fun fact. When you're going to the gym and you're training and you're lifting weights, what happens is you don't grow from it. 
nothing happens when you're lifting weights apart from breaking down muscle fibers. The only way you recover from your workouts is what you feed your body, what you feed everybody. Connor West, I use rule one protein powder. I've got that. I've got the peanut butter version. Tastes amazing. And I'll go, go into that very shortly. So protein is going to be the number one factor on why you achieve your fat loss goals. Fun fact as well. Australia and America, they don't really talk about protein. I mean, if you think KFC or Kentucky, like fried chicken is a source of protein, you're, you're sadly mistaken. Just because it has the word chicken in it doesn't mean it's actually chicken, okay? So you got to think, what is actually in my fried chicken? Well, it's probably 30% batter, 20% fat, and whatever's left is protein. Because let's face it, when you, eat, when you take a bite out of chicken, it's... Like it tastes amazing if it's fried because it's all that batter and the flour, you know, but the actual source of protein is actually from the meat. I use rule one. Rule one should be freaking (laughs) salted caramel and cookies and cream. Some of my guys are going off about rule one supplements right now. I actually talk about supplements a little bit later on. They should, uh, (laughs) they should give us a royalty for talking about their supplement. So now, in saying that, what can you do right now? Here, here's the thing. Every meal that you eat has to have a protein source. Like make that a thing. The thought would be, oh, it's it's kind of normal to like just eat whatever, just eat healthy. Well, no, you have to eat for results. You have to eat for success because you might feel good eating healthy. I know plenty of healthy people that are completely overweight, by the way, you know, Protein is actually really, really interesting because one, it keeps you satiated for longer. So I just had my pancakes this morning and my coach upped my protein to 275 grams yesterday. I'm like 275 grams, that's a lot of protein. So I had like two and a half scoops of protein in my um my pancakes. It was really thick. And as I was eating it, I was really full. I'm like, man, this is a lot of protein, which is funny because when it comes to fat loss, right, you want to be full. You don't want to be really, really hungry all the time. Like you want to feel full. So protein is actually very, actually very satiating. Keeps you full for longer. All right. You got to look at your meals like this. Meal one, don't even look at meals like breakfast, lunch, and dinner anymore. Look at it like this. Especially if you've been working with me, I pretty much changed the whole concept from eating healthy to eating for results. And the way it looks is like this. Number one, meal one, what source of protein? Usually you go for eggs, egg whites. Usually eggs and egg whites are pretty much, or, or like a whey protein is your go-to source. Meal two, it's like a lighter meal just before work or when you're at work, your first morning snack. Like there's nothing wrong with the Yopro, but there's nothing wrong with the little chicken stir fry. There's nothing wrong with a beef stir fry. There's nothing wrong with like some some mince and some some vegetables on the side. And then you got meal three, a little bit heavier, maybe after lunch. You could go like, you know what's funny? Like some people do sushi. There's nothing wrong with sushi. Just make sure it's like high in protein. But I would say something a little bit more filling. So I'd have a source of carbohydrates in there. And like, I'm just running through a whole meal plan for you right now. All right. So meal one, you got your eggs. Meal two, you got like either chicken stir fry or beef stir fry or even a Yopro. Meal three, you've got like a bigger meal with, which is maybe like chicken breast and some like sweet potato. And then when you get home, you can do a steak, steak and vegetables. So if you follow that rule, whether you're you're a chick or a guy, ladies, it's all about quantity. You might think, fuck, that's a lot of protein, Pat. Well, no, it's not a lot of protein. What's a lot of protein is quantity sizes. So you could just do half servings. 
you could do like one egg, three egg whites. And for your first meal, you could do like 80 grams of chicken and meal three, you could do like 80 grams of turkey breast and meal four, you can have like a 150 gram steak. Like that will get you into like 150 grams of protein, which is really good because let's say you're weighing 60, 70 kilograms, you want to be around 140, 150 protein. Like you want to be doubling your weight. Yeah. And most people aren't that. They're most people like eating. Okay. Let's say you're 70 kilograms. You're probably eating 70 grams of protein or 50. No, even some people eating 40 grams of protein. No wonder they don't feel that great. No wonder they're craving carbs. Like you only got three sources of foods. You got protein, carbs, and fats. If you're not having protein, you're probably having carbs because you're not drinking oil, which is a fat. You're not eating avocado raw. You're not eating nuts all day. You're probably most likely consuming carbohydrates, which is either a form of sugar or something starchier. That's it. You're either consuming fiber or sugar when it comes to carbs, right? So why not focus on the protein? Okay. So I pretty much ran like over a full day of eating for like anyone really. Now, if you're a guy, just go two eggs, four egg whites, maybe 150 gram chicken, 150 gram turkey breast, and maybe like a 250 gram steak or a salmon. That'll hit your protein. You'll probably get like 180 to 200. If you're training, having a supplement, that's another 30 grams, you're at 220. I know the numbers because I've been doing numbers forever. Now, I've broken down like two different meal plans. Now, what I want to do is go over quality sources of protein, okay? This will hit... Like, I don't really train many vegans. I train lots of people that have, like, they love food. They eat everything and anything. So I want to be speaking to you specifically. So the best quality sources of proteins are chicken breast. Breast is best. Don't really care where you get it from. If you want to get free range, get free range. But why is chicken breast better than chicken thigh? And actually, I was talking to a student yesterday, and he's like, I buy a full roast chicken, and I don't want to waste the food. I get it, man. I came from like a Chinese background and our biggest no-no was wasting food. Like we wasting food is, I used to get smacked. I used to get smacked because I didn't finish my food. It was like the scariest thing. I would relate food to like fear. I'm like, if I don't finish this food, no matter how crappy it tastes, I'm going to like, it's going to hurt me. So my relationship with food was pretty poor. That's why I was always skinny fat. I was skinny fat for my whole life because like my parents made me believe that food was like, if you don't eat it, like it's a bad thing. You know what I mean? And I, they didn't explain why. I just remember just getting hit. So I related pain to food. And then when I relate pain to food, I don't want to eat. <laughs> okay. I just want to eat my chips that give me Tazos. Like I remember going to school and buying Doritos because they would give me these little Tazos. All my 90s kids, you, you guys know what I'm talking about. All right, so chicken breast is best, okay? Chicken breast is best. So let's talk about red meat. So red meat, types of red meat. <clears throat> oh, by the way, the reason why chicken breast is best is because it's like 98% protein and 2% fat. And like that's with skin off. With skin on, you're probably looking at 80-20. When you go down to like chicken thighs and drumsticks and wings. Hey, guys, tell me. There's a whole bunch of people watching right now. What's your pa- favorite piece of a whole chicken? Do you like the wings, the thigh? You know, like when I used to eat a lot of roast chicken, I'm not going to lie. I like the butt. I'm a butt guy. <laughs> and roast chicken, like for some reason, the, the anyway, I'm going off topic here. Let me get back on track. So what? yeah, what's your favorite type of chicken on a roast chicken? <clears throat> Let me know. I'm very curious. Drumsticks and breasts. Yeah. Drumsticks and breasts is best, man. Now, red meat. Let's talk about red meat. 
So there's different types of red meat. You can go, you like the legs, Bill. You like the legs. Are we talking about the same thing here, man? <laughs> oh, shit. All right, red meat. We can talk about red meat. So we got pork, we got lamb, we got duck, we got cow. There's different types of red meat, right? So you want to get the lean sources. So I'll answer it, but I'm actually curious because there's a whole bunch of people in here right now. When it comes to red meat, which red meat source is the leanest ones? Like you got your porterhouse, you got your eye fillet, you got your rump, you got your round steak. And these are for like Australians, you know, in, in America, they use like different lingo. Like you got the New York cut, you got the tomahawk. Like we don't do that here. So in Australia, we got ribeye, eye fillet, porterhouse, T-bone, round steak. Which cut is the leanest cut? And then you got your pork cutlets, you got your lamb chops, you got your lamb fillets, you got your lovely legs, you got your um, you got scotch fillet. Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services. We help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. So tell me which which piece out of all those red meat sauces are the leanest cuts? I'll give you guys five seconds. And for all my podcast listeners, I'm sorry, but like, I'm actually really curious because I want to do some education here. Connor says rump. Yeah, cool. Let me just answer this fucking thing. So the leanest red meat source of cuts you can get are the ones that you look at, which you can actually see no fat on it (laughs) because you can get like a rump steak, man, but there's so much fat on the side. There's so much fat on the side. You can get a scotch fillet. And like, I love scotch fillet. It's my favorite cut. But there's a marble piece right in the middle. It's so juicy and tender. But that's all fat, man. That's all fat. And I don't like buying steak where I have to cut off the fat. It's very sad. (laughs) So I like just buying cuts of steak that are really lean. So the leanest cuts of steak are probably eye fillet. Most eye fillets are very lean. Yeah, you cut the fat off, man. You cut the fat off. Definitely cut the fat off. Here's a little tip. You don't even have to cook steak with oil. You can use the fat on the steak to cook with. And then after you cook the steak, cut the fat off if you have really good uh, discipline. (laughs) Okay, so with that, I feel it round steak. I would say the leanest cuts of steak. What else we got? I would say T-bone, scotch fillet and porterhouse are probably the fattiest. Ribeye is not too bad, but still lots of fat. So if you want to stay safe, go for the round steak and go for the eye fillet. Now, if you go for the eye fillet, it's like $50 a kilo. If you go for the um, round steak, it's it's a lot cheaper. It's like $15 a kilo. It doesn't taste as good, but it's still it's still red meat. Now, while we're on this topic, who likes mince, right? Who likes mince? So mince, you got like <clears throat> normal, regular mince. You got lean mince and extra lean mince. And when students sign up to the academy and I give them a meal plan and they buy regular mince, I, 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 I flip my shit. <laughs> Because I got to scare them. I'm like, what are you doing? This is a freaking crime. You never buy regular mints. You never buy regular mints. And like the only reason why you wouldn't buy more like extra lean mints is because, well, you're on a budget. Because like extra lean mints is $20 a kilo. Whereas regular mints is like $4 a kilogram. It's a big price difference. So here's a little ninja trick. If you want to buy regular mints because like you're you're like on a budget right now, this is what I used to do like back in the day when I was like a struggling PT having three clients. I'd buy regular mince, cook it on the fry pan, and then I'll put it in a sifter, drain the oil, 
put the mints on some like what do you call it? Uh, paper roll, paper rolls. So I'd get pa- paper towels, paper roll. I get paper towels out. I put it in a sifter. I put the mints in there, and I would drain the fat out. I would do that three times. So how would it look? I get the sifter, get the paper towel, place it on the sifter, put my regular mints on the paper towel. The paper towels would drain the fat. I'd put the mints back in the fry pan, cook it again, repeat that process three times. It would drain a lot of the fat. It doesn't make the regular mints to extra lean. It'll probably make it to lean. So if you want to go to lean mints, which is like probably like $12 a kilo, $12 a kilogram, you can do the same thing. Maybe you just have to drain it twice. But like I'm like really tedious on the shit. I rather buy extra lean mints and cook it with no oil, because at the end of the day, extra lean mints is still five percent fat. You know, I, I don't even like that ratio. I want ninety nine. I want I want no fat. That's what I want. If you look at your body, I'm like it'd be freaking nice to not have any fat. Yeah. So that's the way I'm thinking. So what are you guys asking? But wouldn't the fat juices be on the steak if you cook with the fat? So that's a great question, man. Now most people cook with butter, and most people cook with oil. Unless you're putting it in the oven or you, unless you're putting it in the air fryer. So if you want to be super, super good, don't cook don't cook with oil, cut off all the fat, and then cook your steak. Like that'll be super lean. Um, yeah, mince. So yesterday I experimented a bit because, you know, I like to experiment. There's other types of mince you can get. You can get chicken mince. Just be very careful. Like you got to think like this. Companies want to like get more bang for the buck, right? So they're going to give you... Chicken thigh, they're a cheaper cut. Chicken thighs are a cheaper cut. They, they might give you chicken thigh mince. You want to get chicken breast mince. It's the same thing with turkey. So Stegel's turkey, you can do um, just regular turkey mince. And the thing with that is it's really high in fat. I reckon it's like 30% fat. Because I was looking at the um, the nutrition guides, it's 22 grams of fat per serving, which is I think 100 grams per serving. That's a lot of fat. Like 22 grams of fat in 100 grams well, what's, what's 22 times nine? That's a lot of fat. That's a lot of calories. A lot, lot of unneeded calories that you you actually don't need to consume. And it doesn't even taste good. Like animal fat, when it comes to mince, doesn't even taste that great. All you need is a bit of seasoning. Get some Himalayan salt, get some pepper, get some chili flakes, and you're, you're off. You're, you're good. Okay, so that's what I would recommend. Um, you can also do kangaroo. Like kangaroo is a bit of a funny one. So if you're getting sick of chicken and shit like that, you can do kangaroo, which is one of the leanest cuts of food that you can get. You can get kangaroo mints. But the thing with kangaroo mints, they use a lot of sodium. They use a lot they use a lot of sodium for a reason. I'm not a big fan of like high sodium. Uh, is 3,000 calories good for a 16-year-old? Depends how tall you are, man. So my little brother, uh, I got him, was he was 17, right? And he was a stick. He was pretty high. He was tall, like 170 centimeters for 16 years of age. And he was really, really skinny. So I got him on a very high protein diet, probably eating about two and a half thousand calories. But because his protein was so high, he was growing. He was growing because he was hitting the gym. Five, eight, five. How much do you weigh now, Connor? Awesome. So those are really good qualities of protein. Now I want to talk about two more, seafood and fish. Okay. Seafood, you got your calamari. And when you're going out to eat and you, you, you have a menu in front of you, you want to go for the grilled calamari. Don't ever get the fried calamari. And like, come on, guys. I know it tastes good when everything's fried. Why? Why? Because it's oily, it's processed, it's going to taste good. But you have another taste bud that you've been putting away for ages and that's quality of taste. 
quality of taste. Can I repeat that again? Quality of taste. So quality of taste, get the grilled calamari salad or get the grilled calamari with a side of veg or get the grilled calamari with rice. I'm telling you, this thing's bomb. You get some lemon on it, amazing. And if you get like, um, what's it called? What's that restaurant called? That fish restaurant, the blue one. Hunky Dory's. I always get the grilled calamari. It, it's it's a cheat code. They give you so much grilled calamari at Hunky Dory's. It's ridiculous. I'm thinking they give you like at least 40, 50 grams of protein per serving. So really great for like 20 bucks. So that's that that definitely is really high in protein. Um, obviously, you got tuna. You got like barramundi. You got some salmon. Now, the problem with salmon it's like this double-edged sword, right? I'll have salmon like once a week because it's very high in fat, but it's like one of the most nutrient-densest foods when it comes to having really high omega-3. Okay, you want to have a, like this is a, this whole podcast right now is about protein, not about fats. So I won't go too much into fats. That could be for like another podcast, but the best protein sources when it comes to fish would probably be barramundi, snapper, good tuna and if you're buying tuna get serena tuna don't get the shitty woolworths ones or don't get the shitty coles ones because that tuna that fish that type of tuna is in certain oceans around the world where they feed off feces okay you want to get serena because the the fish they capture over there are in good places okay and like i don't want to get into mercury too much but a lot of like the cheap tunas are very um contaminated so just be aware it might not play it up with you now, but I know people that are in their 50s, 60s and they have like high mercury issues and they're paying for it now. And that comes a lot to do with tuna cans. So I don't even eat that much tuna. I only eat tuna if I'm on the road and I need to get my protein up. But if I got like an air fryer, if I got an air, if you got an air fryer, why would you need to like tuna? Okay. So I hope you got getting some really good value from this. Now we're going to talk about vegetables. I'm going to go over vegetable carbs and supplements and then I got to run. So vegetables, Cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower. Um, cruciferous veg- vegetables is a type of vegetable. So they come from the same family. You got your broccoli, cauliflower, asparagus, cabbage, all that. Now they're very high in protein. Like per 100 grams, you're probably looking at eight grams of protein, which is pretty good for a freaking vegetable, right? Now the problem, and this is like, take it from me. I used to be like a, a huge vegetable eater. <laughs> And the problem with that is you get lots of fiber because like, let's face it, if you have too much fiber, you get very bloated. You don't have to worry about that issue. If you're just getting started, you're probably not having enough fiber. So disregard that. But if you've been in fitness for a while, too much fiber is still too much fiber. Okay. You're going to feel bloated. So definitely broccoli, uh, cauliflower, cabbage, they do have like really good uh, um, protein sources there. You can also get legumes. So if you're vegan, I don't think any vegans follow me, to be honest. I'm too, I, I swear too much. <laughs> so <laughs> legumes, we've got chickpeas, red kidney beans, black beans, all the beans. They're very high in protein as well, but be careful when you buy black beans because they're very high in sugar. So if you ever buy legumes in the cans at Coles or Woolies or Aldi, turn the freaking label around. If it doesn't say 60% or 80% chickpeas and then water, then like throw it away. Because when you get black beans, it usually says like 40% black beans, 20% sugar. Like it's rubbish. Like why is there sugar in legumes? It's a plant. Why is there added sugar in any plant? Vegetable. Makes no sense. So legumes are really high in protein as well. Cool. So lentils, things like that. Let's go to the carbohydrate sources. We got quinoa. We got brown rice. 
um, they're very high in fiber and very high in protein as well. So you don't have to, if you are struggling with getting enough protein, brown rice and quinoa, your best friends, black rice as well. Yeah, those two. Now, if you don't have a problem with, like I do not have a problem with protein. I love protein. <laughs> so I wouldn't eat quinoa and brown rice. It's too filling for me. So I'd have white rice or sweet potato because one, it tastes better. Like I f- feel like white rice, like in a fried rice stir fry, would taste a lot better than brown rice microwave. That's just me. But I don't have a problem with protein. But for you, brown rice and quinoa. Now let's talk about supplements. Last one. So supplements, you can get whey protein isolate. You get whey protein concentrate. You get casein. You get soy protein. You got rice protein. You got pea protein. You got um, hemp protein. There's so many different types of protein. You get spirulina from the chemist, which is like really high protein in a little little small supplement capsule. Look up spirulina. If you don't like taking supplements, this is a little tablet that is like one gram. Like per gram, it's the highest form of protein you can get in any material in the world. Spirulina, check that out, okay? So I used to date someone that, that didn't like eating a lot of meat, so they took spirulina. Supplements is what it's named. It's supplementing your current diet plan. I would fix everything that I spoke to you about earlier when it comes to like every meal needs to have protein. Then if you're still under your limit, which is like not double like let's say you're 50 kilograms, you should have at least 100 grams of protein. Let's say you're 80 grams, 80 kilograms, you should have at least 160 grams of protein. If you're not hitting that mark, then you can look at supplements. That's that. That's what I would recommend for you guys. All right, <clears throat> I'm going over time here, so I just want to answer this quick question. Connor's like uh, five foot eight, 70 kilograms, 3,000 calories. Well, I would do a theories test. So you're gonna find out where your base level is right now. So find out. Like if this week you're at two and a half thousand calories every day for the last week and your weight's not moving, then you're going to be at 2750. I wouldn't jump 500 because 500 times seven is another three and a half thousand calories over a week. So you need to find out your base level, Connor. And once you find out your base level and you're not moving, the weight's not going up, you want to increase by 250, do that for at least two weeks and just monitor your weight. Okay. It's always or always about adherence. Cause if you keep changing your numbers, you never really get any good data. Like my coach, I've been on the same calories forever. Like he'll manipulate my calories by 50, 100 calories, a little bit of different carbs and protein, but my calories don't change that much because if my body's not reacting well, like why would I need to change that drastically? So we gotta figure out if there's other issues. 250 what? Oh, 250 calories. So let's say you're at two and a half thousand calories, bro, and you want to put on weight, then for you to increase weight, you need to bump it up by 250 calories a day. So you can break it into macros, which is like 40, 40, 20. You can go 40% protein, 40% carbs, 20% fat. Like that's a safe bet for most people. I always do 40, 40, 20 for anyone that's just getting started. Now, anyone that's been training for a while, I'll I'll change it. I could be like, well, Taryn, you do a lot of cardio. I want to give you lots of carbs. You know what I mean? So everyone's different. <clears throat> anyway, that's pretty much it, guys. I really enjoyed that. I want to give a lot more value than what I, what I have been. What, I want to put on weight, but not fat. Is that possible? Yeah, it's definitely possible, man. <clears throat> it's definitely possible. You just got to be training consistently. You got to make sure your consistency is everything. And consistency doesn't mean one day of training. Consistency is like, I'm doing, I'm lifting weights Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm eating this amount of calories and this amount of supplements every day. Oh, calories every day for like a month. You have to be consistent. 
I appreciate you, man. I come on every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7.30 to 8 o'clock. Oh, for you guys, because you mostly are from Melbourne, Sydney, I come on to this podcast every 8.30 to 9 a.m. Mark that in your calendar. If you're on the way to work, I hope you get any, I hope you get some sort of value. And we'll take it from there. I'm thinking about going back to five times if, if the attendance keeps coming up. Anyway, I'm out. Peace. Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We want to give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram at Patrick Hong Fit and DM me the word energy.